Good evening and welcome to Steve Ray's True Crime Podcast. I'm joined today by Bang Bang Ray Hill. How are you, mate? Yes, mate. I'm, all, I'm good, Steve. I'm good, mate. Good to see you, mate. Great to have you on. I've seen you on a few podcasts. I've seen you on Sean Atwoods, etc. And uh, thoroughly enjoyed your stories, mate. And I just wanted to get you on and have a have an hour's chat with you, really. And uh, obviously, we, we, we've got the questions uh, the questions lined up as well from people if they want yeah, to come on. as well. <laughs> so, Ray, from the accent, you're, you're a Londoner. Tell us a little bit um, about your, your early days. Where, we, where were um, you born? Where were you brought up? Yeah, I, was, I come from Acton, yeah, West Free. Um, I had uh, my brother, my sister, my mum. We lived in an old house, old flat, really. I was about, when we was when we moved from there, I was about what, eight, nine. But as an early, my early years, mate, really, really bad, you know what I mean? I was like, when I was about four or five, I was sexually abused, yeah? But what it is, uh, my mum, my I, I always thought, yeah, for 70-odd for, years, right, that I was sexually abused from a, by a police officer, yeah? My mum's brother's like an uncle, you know, of my, for, the, for, for the police. But it wasn't, yeah? We've only just recently found out, we were the first to know this as well, yeah, that um, my mum's other brother, Ron, his, sis, his wife, her brother was a paedophile, yeah, a known paedophile, just come out of prison, and he wow. lived in he lived in a loft, yeah, in the loft in, in in the flat, and I used to go there when I was only four or five, and my mum used to drop me off when she used to go to work, yeah. So it had been happening for a long, long time, yeah. He was sexually abusing me. I'd go up and play games with him. Didn't know really what I was doing, you know what I mean? Because as a kid, you don't know if it's right. You know it's fun. You know it's different. But I didn't know it was a right thing or a wrong thing. So, and there was so, so much going on. But in the end, it got to a stage where he penetrated me, yeah. And what it was, my mum had picked me up from the house, you know. But my, my, I can't make out why why my mum's brother and his wife never told my mum, you know what I mean, that he was a known pedophile. That's what made it worse. I've only just found out, you know, after 71 years. Yeah. 70 years. So it shocked me, yeah. And, uh, so no one's no one told me in my family what really happened, you know. So I'd have more like killed him myself indirectly. I would have done, you know what I mean. But anyway, um, so my mum we had we had a trolley bus in them days in in the, in the fifties and sixties, the old trolley bus, yeah. So we were waiting for the bus. We went upstairs and uh, I sat on my mum's lap, yeah. And she fucking pushed me off very quick. She thought I weed or messed on her, yeah. When she pushed me off. The whole of her dress was blood, you know, blood from 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 me, yeah. And and she fucking picked me up, and I don't like when she looked carefully. I had all white stuff all over my top, yeah. What I've been doing to him, this that, and the other. So she went fucking rushed around the house. Well, her brother being a police officer as well, she got hold of him. She got in touch with him. Went to see him first. He come round to help the house. I can't. I'm only telling you what I've been told by yeah. my brother. I can't remember it, you know. And um, and he said that that, that, that Don well, went upstairs, best to go out really really bad, brought him down, put him in a van, took him to Hampshire Police Station, and then he got he got to charged, went to uh, court. My mum went to court and he got seven years, which is quite a lot of birth in them days for that. Yeah, so it must have been really bad. And then my my poor old mum, she she had it really hard, four or five jobs. You know what I mean? And I was a right little fucker, always causing problems because of what happened to me, being sexually abused, or going to school, always fighting, never stopped fighting, you know. And it got worse and worse and worse. And my, in the end, 
my mum couldn't cope. You know, she couldn't cope. So she put me in a put me in a home. Yeah, they had to put me in a home. It's either that or get me adopted. You know, so she put me in a home in Wales. Yeah, a big home in Wales. And um, when I was in there, that, that's where it really really started. Yeah, because um, it was well known on the television. It come out when I was about 50, 55, It come out on the telly that they crashed his house in Wales. Uh, all the Peter Phillips was, was going on there. I was one of the kids it happened to. Um, but what they should do, I was there about, what, three, four weeks. And then I see kids keep disappearing at night time and moaning and groaning. I didn't know what was going on. You just see them walk out, walk out. And, you know, I didn't see them for about, well, it seemed hours and hours, but it could have been minutes. Because as a kid, an hour is a long time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and then all of a sudden, one day they, they, they come up and took me downstairs, yeah? Well, they took me along the passageway, through a door, down the stairs, and um, they put me in this, one of these rooms, yeah? And I thought, fucking hell, these rooms are beautiful. It's a child, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I can stay here, yeah? It's better for me to stay here when it's upstairs. And then a the guy come in, you know, posh guy, well-to-do guy, suited and booted, started taking his clothes off. I was doing things to him. And it went on and on and on for ages. And I was to cry, myself sob, go upstairs, sob with the kids. And they took me downstairs. And it happened, I was getting sexy abuse and anal, anal sex quite a lot. You know what I mean? So when I eventually, my mum came and picked me up, took me back home, I was so in a bad way. When I told my mum my about it, she didn't believe me because she thought I was asking for sympathy for what happened before. So before I got sympathy, now, this time, I wasn't getting no sympathy, so I'd say my mum, oh, this happened, she thought it was the same as the last time, you know what I mean? So I was just acting for sympathy. And then, and then it, like, and that's when it all went by side, you know? I was, like, just kept fighting and going from one school to another school, getting expelled, getting suspended, and then it went on. And that's my life from as a, as a child. And then, you know, being my mum went through so much as I was a child, and I used to like go downstairs in the basement to go to the toilet, you know. And we used to have a bath down there, but it was one of the old fashioned baths where a, a pipe comes down with the hot water comes down. Have you ever seen them? The old fashioned yeah. ones. And my brother was that end, I was this end. And uh, my brother started causing problems, basically giving me clumps and things. And um, I started crying, screaming. My mum came down. And she couldn't cope with it, mate. She just couldn't cope. So she tried to dump my brother under the water. He held onto the pipe. He couldn't, she didn't, never, couldn't do it. And then she turned to me and held me under the water. It seems like fucking forever. Yeah, I thought I was going to die, you know what I mean? But obviously I didn't. And um, and then it's just started, you know. And I used to be afraid of water. I'm afraid of water now. I could swim, could swim a year in a pool. Yeah. But the Thames and the sea. I can't swim. I can't go in, the, in, in dirty water because the water then was dirty because everyone's bathing in it. It's just a one bath, you know, just one bath and it never changed the water, yeah? Yeah. And then, um, so it, it just went on from there and, and then it, it went on and progressed and progressed and, and then I'd sort of like, as a kid, go over the fair and, you know, as a fair opposite my house, big green opposite my park, go, go over there help Fairman out and all that. My mum was a panic, you know, 
because I was always over there thinking they was doing the same thing to me. So she'd come and collect me. And as it went on, getting older, I used to, there was a blacksmith across the road from my mum's house, yeah? And I went down there and, and, and got a job as a kid, yeah? But helping out, picking up bits of metal, putting them in the racks and all that, you know? So um, just to get money, you know? I was on about getting about 10 shillings a week. But in them days, it's a lot, a lot of money. I'm only 9, 10, 11. Yeah. And I used to give the money to my mum, you know? And then I remember one day that my mum, it was snowing, snow on the floor, thick snow. And my mum asked me to get the coal for her, go and get a bag of coal, yeah? So give me 10 shillings, went to get the bag of coal in this trolley, went down the road, fucking put my hands in my pocket, lost the 10 pounds, you know what I mean? I thought, oh, fucking hell, am I going to go back to the house and tell my mum I lost £10, yeah? I was so frightened, I went back and I got the biggest heart of my life. I used to get migraines a lot, really a lot, migraines and be sick all the time, yeah? Yeah. And uh, and, and then and then this one time, my mum said, and she really bashed me up for that, yeah? Really bashed me up. And then it, it got to a stage where I thought, fuck this, I can't cut them, mate. And, and then it got the stage I was fighting or fighting, fighting, fighting. And I went to his school, yeah. And, um, and mate, I was at the cane every day, yeah. Was school, was school a bit of escapism for you, Ray? Because, you know, it's y- y- your home life sounds awful. You know, uh, you know, uh, any, any child having to go through that kind of home life, um, I would imagine getting out of the house and going to school would have been a relief, but then you're fighting at school, you're having fights. So, yes. you know, what, was there was there anywhere where you could escape and, and, and be happy? Yeah, I uh, in the in the basement of my mum's house, yeah, there was a, a coal shed, yeah, a coal bunker where the coal just come through the pavement, yeah, into the into the thing. And I used to go in there more times than be in my own bedroom, yeah. Be in the bed because we had a bed one, we only had two rooms and uh, I used to go downstairs. And go in there. I had a mouse, yeah. I caught a mouse and I made this little thing out of cardboard and put the mouse in there and stay in the, I stay in the coal bunker, yeah. But I mean, I get out of bed, go down the stairs and go in the coal bunker and stay there all night, yeah. Even if it's freezing cold or whatever, I'd stay there. Well, so frightened to come up, yeah. yeah. So frightened to come up. And it, it, it got to the stage I was doing it every day, yeah. Every day, every night. And I couldn't come up. I just couldn't come up. And my brother, being an arsehole was at that time, he found the box of the mouse in and he killed it, yeah? So I'm coming downstairs, putting stuff in into the box with the mouse because the mouse don't come out. I'm thinking, oh, the mouse has died and gone to heaven. I can't find it. So I'm thinking the mouse has just gone to heaven, you know? Like, you know. But, yeah, it, 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 and then things was getting worse and worse and worse and fucking, I, I don't know, I was kept fighting and, Bashing, and then it got to the stage where I was to bash my brother up, you know what I mean? Whack him with stones and bricks. I mean, anything I could pick up to hurt him, you know? And my sister as well. Was, you know, and it got to that stage where I thought, if I don't do something serious, serious, I'm going to die, you know? Because it got to the stage that I'm in a cold bunker. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm losing weight. I don't really want to eat. I'm petrified. I get headaches. I'm being sick all the time. And then, you know, as a kid, you do things that's going to change. And I, I, was, I went to the fair. I was about, what, 11, 12. And I was big. I was a big boy, you know what I mean? And um, I see this boxing, boxing for kids. 
like you know, and he was giving the like three pound, two pound if he like if he lost so many rounds, yeah. And I did, and I got, it. and I was lasting there, you know. And I get him, and then I thought, fucking hell, this is what I want to do, you know. I mean, I want to be a fighter. I'm a fighter anyway, and I was at fighting in school, but I want to now. I want to be a boxer, yeah. I want to box, yeah, and defend they, myself. They used to have one of them in Newcastle on the travelling fair, the Hoppins, as it's called. It comes to Newcastle all the time. Now, you might be able to give us a trade secret here. You, you know, you you obviously got involved, but you know, whenever that, whenever they used to try and lure people in, the guy who came out to fight the guys in the ring, you know, they, they always advertised a small guy, and then this big guy would come out of the, yeah. the double doors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was it was it fixed, Ray? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I was only 11, do you know what I mean? 10, 11, 12. And I used to, I used to go into men, big men yeah. and fight. Yeah, you would have. And uh, the guy that, that, that runs it, you get in there to fight, to fight his man, yeah? And they say, look, we give you a fiver. Like, go a couple of rounds and it knock you out. And I didn't know what knocking out was. I was, you know, I did know, but, you know, and they, and they get it on the chin, fall down. Yeah, yeah, that was happening all the time, all the time, 24-7. But... Now and again, you get someone who can have a well. You know what I mean? Someone who can have a well, get in there and punish them. You know what I mean? Really, really punish them. But I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And that was my my getting out relief. Yeah, my relief. Yeah, I loved it. Fighting. I love. I love to fight. Yeah. And then I used to go down the youth club, you know, and train down the youth club and fight and wait do weights as as you do yourself now. Yeah. Weights yeah. as well as, as, as boxing. And I've be, become getting better and better and stronger and stronger. And it doesn't take long for a kid to get strong, yeah, and to, and to, and to learn to fight, you know what I mean? And and I did. I started to learn to fight. I've had a few fights. With, I had one particular fight with a guy called Nicky Smith. He was a fucker, mate. We used to fight all the time. Bottles across my head and hit me with iron bars. I got my back. And I, I was always fighting him, you know. And then one day... And I thought, yeah, that's it, mate. I ain't going to take no more of this. You know what I mean? And I bashed him right up, yeah? I bashed him up. But fighting, you know, boxing, fighting. I jabbed his fucking head off, you know? And bang, left. And, he, and I just got into it. And then and then all of a sudden I thought to myself, do you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be, a fighter, yeah? And so at young age, like 14, 15, I was going to go down the fruit market. Well, we was going to go down the fruit market. And I got a job as a night porter, yeah? I was yeah. big. I didn't know, you know. And they gave me a job, no cards, nothing, just cash in your hand, yeah? Go down there and and there's about a thousand, there's about a thousand stands. It's similar to Covent Garden, yeah? Brentford Market was so different. Same same as, same, yeah? Yeah. Anyway, I went down there and, and they gave me a job at a, on a firm called Northside, yeah? And there was this guy in the, in the lawyers. I jumped out. As I sorry, as I walked towards the stand, there's all stuff outside, potatoes, oranges that I had to put back in the stand, yeah. So I opened all the stand up, yeah. As I opened it up, a guy jumped out jumped out of the motor. He went, What are you fucking doing, you little fucker? Trying to hit the gear. I went, No, no, I've got a job in, mate. He went, Listen, my name's Colin Cracknell. Right? I work here. Right? If I work here, anything you nick from the other stands. I get it, yeah. I get a percentage of what you take. So well, I don't mind. I'm like, he's trying to tell me how to do this, how to do that, how to nick things from the market. So I loved it. 
And then he started to, and then I was going at night times, running around the market with my pals, with the barrels, a thing called a lister. It started but making too much noise. So we just get the barrel, go behind his big lorries, his big foreign lorries, open them up at the back of that, try and get the alarm. My mate was mustard at it. Stopping the alarm going, open it up. It's like a mafia turnout, you know what I mean? Like kids, like kids, open it up, right? And start nicking all the tomatoes, all the grapefruit, everything that was in there we take, yeah? Maybe go and get two or three hundred quid for it, but it's quite a lot of money for us boys, yeah? And so it kept on and on and on. And in the market, mate, they were proper. Well, Cracknell was one of the governors of the food market, yeah? He was one of the governors. I mean, he taught me more, more to fight and to box than anybody, yeah? I mean, I was only a kid, but... We used to one bag glove, one boxing glove, one boxing glove, one bag glove, yeah? yeah. So whoever had whoever had it on the right end, the bag glove was okay. <laughs> anyway, so he taught me to fight. So I used to get some good hidings, cut, bruised, but I learned I was getting harder and harder and harder, yeah. And I started to fight in the market, everybody in the market, even the salesman, yeah can have a well. It's one of the things they can all fight, yeah? So I started to get involved with all, all sorts of people in there fighting all the time, learning learning lots of things, fighting other green grocers, other people on the stands. But I loved it. It was part of growing up, yeah? Part of learning a lesson that I wanted to learn, yeah? To learn to fight properly, not just all that game, but learn to fight properly, you know? Yeah. As you know, you're a boxing promoter. You're a fighter you're fight yourself. You know, if you don't punch correctly and do it correctly, you're going to get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, and a good heart, yeah? And I had a good heart. That's one thing I had, a good good heart, yeah? And But in the market, there was families in the market. The Wellses, they had about nine brothers, all six foot six. You know, just staying clear of that lot, you know what I mean? Then you had the guys that work at the potatoes, yeah? The potato people that do all the, take and unload the lorries and all that. Stay clear of them, yeah, because they're big fucking people, powerful, yeah. But yeah. there are a few people in the market that I got very close to. Uh, Crackle was one of them. Derek Pierce is another one. Martin Worsfold, you know, Johnny Wells. I mean, all had big families, yeah, loads of big. But I learned a lot from them. I used to fight them all the time. I wanted to fight, not not fists as such, not bare fists, but gloves. And bag gloves and a boxing gloves. So learning all the time, yeah. And then um it got to a stage that I always become everybody in the market, it's only a kid, 15 now, 16, I've been a year. I become a, a bit of a fucker, you know what I mean? I was didn't mind a well. People always respected me. And there are a couple in there. I remember an old boy called Chick Chicky Summers, yeah. Yeah. Drawbiat. And he used to walk in the market. Don't know what punchy, you know what I mean? And then, like, and and he's taught me a lot as well, you know what I mean? Talked to me, showing me out of punches, throw punches, slip punches, and all that. And he was really, really good, yeah? Learning all the time. And then I joined a boxing club called London Transport, yeah? And I had a trainer there called Georgia, well, Georgia Williams. Proper trainer. Proper trainer, you know what I mean? And his brother was a good fighter as well. And then I went in there and, and I was learning all the time. You know, I was getting hard and hard and hard. And I, and I was going to the pro gyms as well, the Beckett and all that. And I was 17, 18, you know, 17, 
And I'll go down to Beckett, train down there. But then I'll just go down to a place where have. Have you heard of Havistock Hill? The Noble Arch? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I should go down there with, uh, and, uh, I mean, good fighters in there, mate. Good fighters. And I, and I got in a ring with a guy called Billy Ed. Do you know Billy Ed? Yes, heard of him, yeah. Heavyweight. Remember, do you remember, remember Bill? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was going there. He was a South. Learned, he learned me a lot, South Paul. And one day I asked, well, they asked me as Joe Bugner, yeah? Bugner was in there training, young Bugner. I was young, got in the ring, punched me a wanagaff. But after a while, after a while, we was having five, six rounds every week, yeah? Every week. So mostly on a Sunday. Or Saturday or Sunday, yeah. I was going to Saturdays and Sundays, yeah. Good fighter, mate. He's, he's a bang, Bugner. I mean, he could bang, you know. All these people say, nah, nah, it was this. He could fucking bang. I think what it is, I don't think that he's he's a good gym fighter. You get his fighters that are really good gym fighters, but when they get into the actual ring, they freeze a little bit, don't they? You know what I mean? I don't even, you must know that yourself, yeah. Yeah, they're good. And, but he was good, Bugner. I mean, he became British champion, European champion, didn't he? And and Billy Ed same, and they learnt me a lot. Then then I started uh, uh, I met a guy called Leslie McIntyre. Um, yeah, you on there? Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. you there, mate. We lost you there. You just said you met a guy called Leslie McIntyre. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie McIntyre, he was a welterweight, yeah? Good welterweight. I yeah. mean, his dad, as kids, I mean, I never told you this, but his dad, as kids, was an old fighter from America, yeah? And he used yeah. to get us on a bag. He made a bag of bricks, put bricks in it, and all sand around it, fucking grabbing everything, and learned us to punch it, yeah? Not, not that good, but learn to punch right cross left hooks, yeah? And when I, and Leslie was really good work away, good Leslie. And then he joined, he went up to, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, um, what was his gym? Uh, not no, like it was uh, the Wellington Highgate, yeah? And that was Georgie Francis' gym, yeah? Yeah. Mickey Duff, Harry Levine, Jarvis Astaire, that lot, yeah? So I was, in the end, I went up and started going up there and sparring. I had a few rounds of Conti, a few rounds of Conti. And I was, was, was coming a bit near the mark, yeah? And, and I liked, a young girl, you know what I mean? I was with a young girl, Christine, but I fancied her sister. So I got one at Coppin' over her sister. And I was supposed to be at my house at a certain time on a Sunday to meet Mickey Duff and and uh, and uh, Jarvis Astaire, Harry Levine and all that lot, yeah, because they wanted me to turn pro. They wanted me to turn pro, come to my house in Acton, but they stayed there for a long time and I didn't show up. So they give it, not give it a wide berth, but then I didn't go back down the gym. I started thieving, yeah? I started thieving like a fucking idiot because I was going to be not giving myself a boost. I was going to be maybe the next white hope at that time, yeah? At that time, I was a fighter, no one. I could fight. You know what I mean? I could hold my own. They thought I was another Billy Walker. In a, in a way, yeah. Billy, yeah. I mean, Billy was a class actor. So why why do that then, Ray? I mean, obviously, you know, you're on the verge of, of something big. What yeah. was the why was the why was the temptation of theft greater? Um, money, you know, money, 
money, you know, because it wasn't earning enough money. I mean, when I was when I was at uh, Aberstock, you'll know a lot. John L. Gardner, you, you know, you, you've heard of John. Well, he had Big John, he, yeah. Yeah, well, I was the same as him. Me and him started more or less the same, yeah? The same age, whatever. And he had promoters, yeah? He had uh, people behind him, promoting, from, to promote him, yeah? Sponsors and all that, yeah? So, uh, thanks for that, mate. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, like, if you ain't got no sponsors and all that, you're fucked at boxing, you know what I mean? You know, you, you've got to have it. You've got to have them. You know, you've got them behind you. You, you're 99% sure of going somewhere, yeah? Other than that, it's, 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 quite, a, it's quite a long long, a long road, yeah? Unless you start knocking them out and prove yourself, which I was knocking them out as an amateur. I was knocking some, every fight I had. I wasn't knocking them out, but I was stopping them, yeah? Tell them how you lost your amateur license. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, getting involved. He's too nosy. Mm -hmm. right, anyway, so um, when they were, and then Leslie, my mate Leslie, well away, he was with Georgie Francis as well, and and anyway, all, all of a sudden, he, he started me really. Then we went out and started thieving, yeah, together. And the first time I went out of him, 300 quid, 400 quid. I ain't earning that money fighting. All I'm doing is training, running 10 mile like yourself, running 10 mile, going over the park, getting big, big logs of wood, putting behind the back, doing bunny ops and all this, and over the wall, jumping over the wall, putting yourself back again, all this, that, and the other. And spark me and him getting the clubs out on the on the on the pads and all that. And all of a sudden it, it, we wasn't getting nothing. It wasn't earning no money. So when he started, I was with him, we started feeding, yeah. And getting good money at it, like three or four hundred pounds a day, yeah. Doing silly things, but getting money. And all of a sudden, what happens? You don't train, you don't box, you don't do fuck all, and it soon goes, mate. You still got it there. But it soon goes, you know what I mean? And you go back down the gym, and they don't want to know. They, come on, if you don't go there for a couple of months, and you go back down the gym, they ain't really interested. They was interested at that time, but they ain't really interested, yeah? So I thought, oh, fuck it. I better start doing what I think I'm good at, yeah? So I'm down the foot market. I'm with a guy. We go out with the things, start doing our robberies, yeah? Getting plenty of money. I'm doing it all the time. I've got a little firm behind me. I'm getting good money, yeah? Good good money, yeah? And all of a sudden, what happens? Crash. We go out. Me and my pal go out. We're another guy, black guy. Went down to the bank. See something. We followed these people in the car. We've been doing it for ages, getting getting good money, yeah? Followed these people. And they, and they lost us, yeah? So I thought, we'll go to the next week, have a look at it, yeah? Again. Go to the next week, they're there again. We follow them. As you go around the corner, they stop dead. Right, one jumps out with a bag of money. The other one, the driver's in the car. I goes to the driver with a gun. My mate gets the bag. Jumps back in the motor. Fucking uh, have a go heroes come around the corner like a lunatic. Smashed me up against the, the, the car. Smashed my legs. The gun went flying. I turned around. It's just the, I was so st strong, man. I don't know how I did, even done it. I had adrenaline pumped, pumping in my body. I'll run towards the driver, pick the gun up, run towards the driver. I don't want to shoot this gun, yeah? But we've only got, we've only got rice in it, yeah? In the, in, in, in the cartridges. We've got two yeah. in there. 
but there's only rice in it. So I'm, I'm chasing, I want to run his, off his skis, I'm going to let him have it, yeah? All of a sudden, he puts it in, puts it in fucking, in, 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 in reverse, flies down the road like a lunatic. I'm chasing him. He slams it into first. He comes at me like a nut nut, knocks me fucking 20 foot up in the air, 10 foot, 20 foot. I don't know what for it is. I was like, he's all right. I come onto the motor, roll off, gun hits the floor, lead the gun. He smashes me so much, mate. I, I, I mean, now I've got to the car, I don't know, but I'll get in the back of the car. Don't forget, I've already been rammed up into the car. I've been rammed up in the air, get back in the car, in the back of the back of the back of the back seat of the car. This car's now chasing us. My mate's shut a left. At the bottom of the road is a big factory with a, with his big gates and fences. And there's a left that he can't do a left. So all of a sudden his motor's come up, his motor's hit us up the arse, pushed us through to the railings, hit the fucking hit hit a wall. But as he's done all that, I've come from the back of the motor through the windscreen, yeah. Fucking hit my head on the things and fell to the floor. Uh, mate, after all that, I should be dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I should be dead. I get up and I run. I get up and run. Where all this um, blood coming from my head? And my legs have smashed to pieces. And I run to this uh, big builder's place. Yeah, doing a big builder thing up. And I put and I thought myself, I've got to get out of here. But I've got to get out of here, not looking like I look. Yeah. So I got all the sand through the sand up there, up in the air. All the sand and the dirt, as much dirt as I could. I put this hat on my head, picked up these two jerry cans, walked out. As I walked out, the old bulls pulled up. I thought, oh, fuck, man, we're trouble here. They looked at me and went, no, nah, no, nah, drive, yeah? I thought, fucking hell, right. Was so I eventually got home, yeah? Yeah. And to my mother's house. And then I went to the girl I was living with, to her house, and she had a sunbed. I got on a sunbed, hit, um, and upstairs, in my dog's basket, I had two handguns, yeah? I always had, don't know why, but it's one of the things, if you're doing what you're doing, you've got to have something around you, yeah? So I had two handguns in the dog's basket, yeah? So I'm on a sunbed, trying to get my legs all sorted out and this, that and the other. And my brother-in-law, I'll give him, I'll give him a 410 uh, shotgun, yeah? With silver cartridges to do a little bit of work with, yeah? But it's come on top, They've come to the house, they found the gun. He's grasped me up, yeah. Being me, he's telling them I give him the guns. I was the one who's I've done a big robbery in fucking Acton Park Royal crash. He's told them all this. So that's why they come to my my my, my his sister's fucking gaff. Come through the door. They don't actually see me at first. I'm hiding behind some, some shutters. Mate, they fucking pulled me out, dragged me out, right? Fucking handcuffed me up. Now they're looking for, looking around the house, searching the house, yeah? So as they walk up, they want to walk up the stairs, there's a gate there, so the kids can't come down the stairs, fall down the stairs, yeah? So they're asking me, to, 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 my fucking, I had a big bull mastiff going, going mad, want to kill the police, yeah? So I went, listen, we undo, undo your cuffs, get this fucking dog out of the house, yeah? But under yeah. the under the thing, I've got two handguns. So I'm only too happy to put the god the dog in the basket, carry the basket down the stairs, put the, do the dog in the garden, and go fuck it, leave it. The guns are in there. Yeah? 
So anyway, the old, the old, it's sorted out. The old bull, don't go in the garden. Don't look in the basket. I'm nicked. Take me to Isaac Police Station. As they're taking to Isaac, my other mates ain't been nicked at all. But take me to Isaac Police Station. They come in to see me, talk to me. I went, no comment. I ain't talking to you. Fuck off, yeah? So I took my shirt off, tied my shirt around my eyes, around my mouth. So I'm laying, laying down. They want to talk to me. I ain't fucking talking to him. I ain't talking to him. No comment. Fuck off, yeah? Leave me alone. But all of a sudden, this one comes in. This fucking arsehole comes in. He went, listen, take your trousers off. Right? I thought, hold up, not another one. <laughs> so, take your trousers off. I went, no, mate, no, I ain't. He went, take your I'm sending that, take your trousers off. I knew that either way, I've got to have to take my trousers off because they're going to do it, you know, and he might get out of hand. You don't know they're going to fucking kill me. I don't know, you know what I mean? But we all think funny things at that time, yeah? So I take my trousers off. My, my legs are smashed to pieces, yeah? They know, they know my legs are smashed to pieces because they come to my house, but not him. He's, anyway, my legs are smashed to pieces, yeah? So he said, let me tell you something. You're fucking nit. I went, fuck off. He went, you're nit. I said, you can't nit me. Like, there's no fucking evidence. No, you can't. I spoke to you. I've got a slitter. Get my fucking slitter. Who's your slitter? I don't know. I've got a clue. Right. So anyway, what they do, they take me to uh, Wilsden Police Station in the morning. They've already charged me. We go to Wilsden Police Station. I'm with, goes in the cell. I'm with two black guys, three black guys in, in the cell. There's one big black guy in there. He's fucking massive. Massive, mate. I'm quite big. He's massive. So he's going up for my own. I'm going to be fucking this, that, and the other. Who be Nick? I ain't saying nothing. I don't know if he's old Bill. I ain't got a clue. Right. Goes in, goes in into court, reminded me, yeah. He's reminded, there's three of us in the same cell. It's me, him, and another guy. I've been cuffed. Me and you get cuffed together. We can get out of here, mate. We can fucking smash these cunts and get out of here. He's, I said, they wouldn't have it, you know what I mean? So he, he goes, gets cuffed. To someone else, I get cuffed to someone and say it can't happen. So we then go to uh Limehouse, yeah. Limehouse holding no one know everyone I talk to has never heard of this place, yeah. Yeah. In Limehouse, they got a holding place, yeah, where they take you from courts, right, and prisoners. You go there, and it's like as you go in, it's like a car park. You go up there, up to the thing, then you go down into a lift, and you go downstairs, back downstairs. And they've got these rooms, yeah? They're about, hold about 50, 100 people in there. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine, quite, you're going in there, off, as I open the fucking door, you're going there. Mate, it stunk the fucking, horrible smell I've ever smoked in my life. Everyone's smoking cigarettes. I don't smoke, yeah? So everyone's smoking cigarettes. I want to be sick, you know, because of this. You're in there for about three or four hours, yeah? Yeah. And then they shout you out, you know, you get your food. Oh, I don't eat that shit, mate. But they give you the. You wouldn't even give it to a dog. You know what I mean? At that time in them in them years, yeah. Yeah. So they open the thing. Ill, illy. Right. Well, yeah. where are you going? I'm going to the scrubs, yeah. Oh, I don't mind the scrubs. Fuck it, because I've done my YP there. I don't mind. Just it, it does me go there. 
As I go there, you got you go in a big another big fucking cell, maybe 30 people, 40 people in it, all crying, you know what I mean? Oh I gotta I've got to appeal this, I've got to appeal that, I've got a fucking nine, I got a ten, this, that, and the other. Well, that is by this time, I've already been sentenced, you know what I mean? I've been sentenced. I'm looking at a big sentence now. I've got, believe it or not, they give me a fucking, a lot of bird. They give me a seven stretch, yeah, seven years. It's a lot of bird then, you know? Yeah. As a, as a kid. I goes in there. They put me on a wing called C-Wing, yeah? Go to the C-Wing. As I'm going to C-Wing, I don't mind. I put me in a cell with three guys, yeah? two other guys, yeah? But these guys are nice fellas. But as a guy, is a single bed, bunk bed, always the fucking one that comes in last, he's got the top bunk bed. Yeah, what? I really want to be there, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I've been talking all night, talking about this, talking about that. Goes, actually, go crashes out. I wake up three o'clock in the morning, can't believe the smell in the cell. But what it is, this guy's got paper on the, on the bed, on the single paper. And he's having the he's having the shit on the bed, oh. having the shit on the paper, yeah. But it's what they've done, having the yeah. shit on the paper, pissing in the pot, and all of a sudden he starts cutting bits of the sheet off, fold and making a fucking making a parcel. That's why they call them shit parcels. Yeah, they chuck it out the window, yeah. And you're looking at the window, and there's millions and millions of cockroaches across the yard, fucking all like eating the pot, fucking shit. Anyway, in the morning, goes downstairs, has my breakfast, all that, everything sweet, goes back to my cell, lovely. Dinner time, goes downstairs, bump, lovely. Next day, comes down, goes downstairs. Illy, you've got to go to the, and, and get your earliest date release, your longest day release, all that shit, yeah? Sitting outside, they give me my EDR, my longest day release, I'm thinking, fucking hell, I've only done two days. They get, I've got four years, eight months to do. It's like a lifetime. Fucking hell. You know what I mean? So as I'm going up the stairs, this screw goes to me. Hey, going to leave. I go, oh, governor. Fucking hell. He went, you want a job? I went, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'd love a job. So he gave me a job fucking scrubbing the floor. Right? So scrubbing the floor. I don't know if you've ever been away. I don't know. Whatever. No. Scrubbing the floor. Fucking over the cloth, clean it up, rinse it out. But you get a lot arsehole, that's what you got to do. You get a good screw like him, you're mopping it. Yeah. yeah. You're mopping it. But you, he's, we get an arsehole when we've got to scrub it. Yeah. Anyway, do, do all that. I'm loving it. For a couple of days, three days doing it. Goes down for dinner one day. As I'm coming up the stairs, this screw says to me, Hello, really. Fucking no one, hello. Because when I was a white pair, I was a white fucker, you know what I mean? And I went, hello, where are you going? I went, yeah, mate, sweet. Yeah, he said, listen, can I have a little chap, yeah? I went, what's up? He went, do you want to do something for me? We look after you, right? We give you whatever you fucking like, and you'll get a move. And you'll get a move as quick as possible. Yeah, I'm up for that. Fucking right. Yeah. What do you want done? He said, look, there's two Indians... Just come in this fucking nick, yeah? Sri Lankans, yeah? And they rapes a young girl of 13 or 14 years of age. But not only do they rape her, they give her all sorts of diseases. They dragged her to a graveyard and they tried to strangle her. 
and she survived, yeah? But they done some really terrible things to her. One got a 12, one got a 14. Fucking hell. I can't believe it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well you know what the water's like early in the morning. So the water in the morning is white hot. Ain't red hot, it's fucking white hot, yeah? Boiling. Put your hands in there, mate, take your skin off. Yes, mate, yeah. Do you fancy this job or what? I went, yeah, do I like some of that? He said, right. The one of the fours, tomorrow morning, they undo the fours first thing in the morning, yeah? You're on the twos. So what we're going to do, we're going to unlock you first, rush upstairs, do what you got to do. So fucking, he's already given me, he already knows what he wants me to do. So I rushed upstairs. There's always bowls round by the, by the, by the slop out fucking place. Fills out of boiling, boiling hot water. Waits for the Solankin to come out into the thing. He comes in. I do him with the water. Now I'm fucking smashing him to pieces. I'm in his head against the urinal, but I shouldn't do that because you can kill someone and go and get a life, mate. It doesn't matter if it's screwed behind you. You're still going to get nicked, yeah? Yeah. But I still hit his head on the urinal. But now, because of what he's done to this young girl, I'm knocked him out. I'm pulling his trousers down, and I'm now stamping all over his bullets, jumping all over his balls, yeah? And I'm flattening them, mate. There's blood everywhere. I'm flattening them. I'm, I can't stop, yeah? But I have to get out of there. So I get out of there. But as I'm getting out of there, one of the other Indians, or Sri Lankan, I don't know what it was, noticed the heart. What happened? The, the, we, we was playing cards that night, and the, one of the kids loved me. I think I think he loved me or whatever. But, no, joking. He put, a heart on the, he put a heart on my shirt, yeah, at the back. So anyway, in the morning when I washed upstairs, I still had the shirt on because you only get a cut of the shirt anyway. So he said, the guy that's done this has got a heart on the back of his shirt. All right. Anyway, goes down for breakfast, had my breakfast, slops out, everything, done all that. Had my, nothing. Exercise, go downstairs, exercise. Now, the other Sri Lankan, he's on the ones, yeah? We're on the twos. But we're going out now because it's ones and twos, threes and fours, yeah? Yeah. So he goes out. I want this cunt. He's walking around the exercise. But I know I can't get him on the exercise yard because it will come on top. Even if the screws know about it, other screws are out there. They're going to know it's on top, yeah? So as I'm walking around, I notice this arsehole goes to the, goes to the toilet on the, on the yard, yeah? There's always a toilet on the yard, yeah? So he goes, but there's someone in there cleaning the toilet. So he's cleaning it. He's got a mop. He's got a fucking scrubbing brush. He's cleaning it. But I don't know that until I get in there, yeah? As I walk in there, this Sri Lankan's having a, having a pony, yeah? But them Indians, when they, when they have a pony, they squat. They squat on the toilet. They don't actually fucking you know, sit on the toilet. They don't actually sit down on the toilet. They squat. So they're using their feet. So I've gone in there. I thought, this cunt. I've got the scrubbing brush. Rust in there. It's shit. Coming everywhere, all over my trousers, everywhere, yeah? Thought you can't. I've smashed this cunt, this scrubbing brush on the head, yeah? I don't, but as I say, I don't want to kill him. But then I start to fucking really hurt his knees, his arms, everything. And I take his trousers down and I smash his balls. And his I smash him to pieces. They can't be doing this to a young kid. They can't do this to a young kid, yeah? Smash it. So all of a now the noise he's making, all the screws coming in. They know what I've done. I'm rushing out, yeah? They know it's me. They know it's that, that they've asked me to do these things. I'm rushing out. Walking around the yard, come back in. I've got shit all over me. Walk up the stairs. 
As I come down the stairs for my dinner, changed. Who's down the bottom of the stairs? It's the deputy governor, a chief, three or four screws there. Yeah? I'm going, what the fuck's going on there? You got the chief with a big crown on his fucking head. As I come down the stairs, bosh. They fucking pounce me, yeah? They pounce on me, right? I can't believe it, mate. And they arms up back, bend my arms, fucking drag me down to the block, put me in a put me in a block, yeah. But I'm in the cell, all of a sudden, cell opens up. It's one of the screws that asked me to do what I've got to do. Listen, Lee, don't worry about this. You're sweet, mate. We're going to sort this out for you. Don't worry. Right. What do you want for your dinner? Well, go and see, Governor. What do you want for your dinner? I went, oh, I want anything. So, fucking, all of a sudden, the door opens up, come in with a plate of fucking chicken and whatever, and cigarettes now. I don't fucking smoke, but it's, it's currency in prison, you know what I mean? So you're keeping it. I'm walking anyway. So I thought, fucking hell, I love this, mate. This is, I'm getting looked after. I'm going to get out of the nick in the morning, go around the yard. I've got his little two-man cages, two of these and a big cage, yeah? Walking yeah. around the yard. All of a sudden, there's a guy walking around the yard next to me in the other yard. Looks like fucking Hitler. Got his fucking black hair parting, really old little tash. Hello, mate. He says, I'm walking around. He said, got any tobacco? I went, yeah, yeah, I was. And mate, I said, what's that? And I'm watching the screws. You can't fucking chuck it over there. You're going to nick it. Them fuckers are blocked. Anyway. So, um, in the end, I throw a court over because you put the sleeve over the half ounce, yeah? Cut the half ounce, which I've got quarters. Put it over, chuck it over, yeah? Anyway, exercise is finished. Going to sell, doing my exercising. All of a sudden, the black guy, big looks on myself. He went, you don't want to do press-ups like that. It's this guy called John Hart, yeah, which has become Mr. Universe. He's a black screw. Yeah. So he opens the fucking door, comes in, and takes his things off, starts showing me how to do these press-ups, yeah. I went, I'll love him. But I'm only down here for 10 days. I didn't know I was going to be down here 10 days. I didn't, but I was, yeah. Anyway, I started doing his press-ups and bits and pieces. Two or three days go, boy, where's my tobacco? Ain't this kind of not going out in the yard? It's a lot of, a quarter in them days, is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden, the door opens up, the screw comes in, he went, E.O. Elite. I went, thanks, go. He went, nah, mate, listen to me, you little fucker. You can't be giving fucking people like this tobacco. Do you know who he is? No. I forget this guy's name even today, right? But he was a well-known poisoner. He killed about 50 people. Right, well-known poisoner. Wasn't Graham Young, was it? Graham Young. Graham Young. That's it. You fucking well done, Graham Young. You know, he's like a little black chest. Fucking, it's Graham Young. He was in. He was in Broadmoor with uh, Ronnie Cray in later life. Okay. Anyway, so little Graham Young, yeah. So he, he went. Do you know this guy now? They got it's fucking Graham Young, the poisoner. He's only fucking two shots for me. I went and. Well, he could fucking pick up the weed in that, out of there, mate, and turn it and fucking kill you. But we've got to take this now and get it looked at. If it is him, it, it's, he's fucking in trouble. Anyway, nothing happens. They come back, give me two buns, yeah? I went, oh, thanks, Gov. I went, don't worry about that. Graham Young's just give me one of his buns. I went, he's just telling me he's a fucking poisoner. No, no, we ain't touched it. He ain't touched it. You know what I mean? 
Anyway, all night long, for the past couple of food, I get hearing click, 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 click. What the fuck's going on? All night, I can't get me. And it's above me, yeah? Click, 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 click. Oh, anyway, in the morning, breakfast, slop out, open the door, I said, Governor, do me a favour. I don't know what it is, but there's someone upstairs or someone in this fucking, uh, down here, clicking all night. Fuck, they're clicking. He went, you see him, Brady? I went, pardon me? You see him, Brady? I said, what, the Moors murder? I shouldn't have been down this fucking block. I'm going, you know, this, this is all, this is his fucking paedophile notch cases. And then, anyway, so I'm going, what, Ian Bailey, the fucking Moore's murder? Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, he's up above me. Well, not above, he's next door, yeah. So what's the fucking noise he's making? Click, click, click. It's a typewriter. It's a fucking what? It's a typewriter. You're telling me that Ian Bailey... The Moors murder that killed all them fucking kids. No one knows where the kids are even today. He's upstairs in a fucking typewriter in the fucking prison in the block. A fucking typewriter. Yeah. Well, who's giving that then? What's he doing it for the paper? And he's doing it for the papers, you know, like fucking his life story. I'm going fucking mad. It's the deputy governor that's giving him. The fucking deputy governor. In the morning, when they let me out my cell, I'm up the fucking stairs, hundred miles an hour. I want to kill him, mate. They slam that door so quick, the, the screws, yeah? I want to kill him. I'm shouting out. They're trying to pull me up. I'm going to fucking kill you, you fucking cunt. You know what I mean? You know you can't get in there. It's impossible. But for fuck's sake, mate, do you know what I mean? Come on. Give him a typewriter to write his stories. A fucking in prison. It's killed them kids. I was going mad. And then the, the next day, they went, you're going. They shipped me to Albany, the, the Isle of Wight, yeah? So I go to Albany. Downstairs, I met a guy called Billy Tobin. Good arm robber, mate. Fucking cup and Burmese. Good arm robber. You know, but obviously he's in prison, so he ain't that good anyway. But <laughs> he's, been, <laughs> he's been doing a lot of arm robberies, Bill. Doing loads, right? And I liked old Bill, you know what I mean? And he looked after me, give me, oh, so I have his sister, Janet Tobin. So he gave me all nice clothes and stuff, and I was felt nice. So I goes up in the wing, A wing, A wing, A wing, and I goes in there, and all of a sudden, knock on the door, on my cell door, open the door, it's a guy called Terry Vowles, yeah? Hello, Ray. Fucking what? Hello, Ray. He ain't a gay, but he fucking sounds like he's gay. Well, that's what he told me anyway. So all of a sudden, he got to me anything you want. So I went, yeah, yeah, get me that. He got me some bits and pieces for myself. So I want up going to the gym, yeah? Goes to the gym. Mate, there's some big guys in that gym. <laughs> Fucking hell. There was a guy in this gym, black guy called Tom Lashley, yeah? He was the one that a bad, bad, bad rapist, yeah? But he, I don't know if you ever remember, he took some of them a bus stop. It was an air stewardess. Yeah, I remember him. that case, yeah. He was the one that done it, yeah? He was the one. So he's already got a life for one sentence, come out and done it. Got done this one as well, right? But I had not to know this until later on. So I start going to, I'm going to the gym. 
I'm working out, getting massive again, big getting, getting job in the kitchen. Loved it, yeah. Loved it. I'm working with, I'm working out with Tom Nassie every day in the gym. I don't really know what he's about. They're telling me bits and pieces, but everyone says fucking things. Unless you find out the truth, you don't know, yeah. Anyway, I'm going in the in the kitchen. I'm eating really well. I'm getting big. I'm getting big, mate. You know, I'm getting from the time I'm in there on about what? 11 or 13, about 13 stone, yeah? By the time, my, what happens next? I'm 19, 20 stone, yeah? I'm in the kitchen. I'm eating regular. I'm taking yeast, yeah? Baker's yeast. Baker's yeast thins my blood out, makes my arm, makes the blood pump out my body more, yeah? I'm training all the time. So, this particular day, there's a bit of trouble in the wing. So they want us now to go to the hot plate and take over the hot plate, dish out the food, yeah, because there's been trouble. Okay. Go there on the hot plate, dishing the food out. Eggs, it's a, it's, it's, I think it was a Thursday, egg, bacon, sausage, tomatoes, fried slice and tomatoes, yeah, which everybody wants, yeah. So... But you can cook in you can cook in that prison anyway. So anyway, so fucking there's about six, five, six, seven eggs left over, bacon and tomatoes. A guy comes down the tank, yeah, big black. I mean, I, I know I keep talking about black guy, but he is a big black guy, yeah. He plays basketball. The tank, that's why he's got his name, basketball tank, yeah. He comes down, but nice geezer, fucking really, really nice fella. Give him, I'll give him two eggs, bacon, tomatoes, and all that. It's supposed to be Muslim, but they fucking eat it. In them days, you had to eat what you could eat. In them days, no such thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so I turned me back to put something in the hot plate. I look around, the fucking eggs are gone. He's nicked the eggs. This cunt's put or nicked the eggs. I went, hold up, all right. Put them fucking eggs back. He went, shut up, you soppy little white. Cunt like that, yeah. But talking like we talk, not blood clap, no blood. I went. Oh, I said, listen, mate, put them back, yeah. He went, what's you gonna fucking do about it? I went, get in that fucking toilet in the recess. I'll show you what I do about it. I thought, really, I might have kind of stuck here. <laughs> I might have kind of stuck. So I went, get in the toilet. So as I walked to the toilet, I put my tray on the floor. He went to kick me in the face. So I pulled back. I mean, get in the fucking As he got in the toilet, I want to box him now. I don't want to fight him. I want to box him, yeah? Because he's big. Anyway, box him, bang, bang, jabbing him. Anyway, I'm winning the fight. I'm winning the fight, yeah? All of a sudden, I find right hand, he ducks. But as I throw it, I hit this big aluminium post that go around the, the staircase. I've not fucking broke my hand, my knuckle, yeah? Must have smashed it to pieces. Right, I'm still fighting him. Rushed upstairs to my cell. The screws break it up, goes myself, sweet. But my hands hurting me anyway. Anyway, so three or four days later, on a certain day, they do the kits, people's kits, go up, one, two, threes. I'm in the kitchen, but I can do this job as well, so I get more money, yeah? So I'm doing this job, helping my mate up in the morning, taking all the bins up and getting all the stuff down. As I'm coming from the fours to, to, to the twos, I'll get... Fucking ran, mate, by about four guys, yeah? They fucking jumped me, go down about three steps onto a little landing because it goes around the block. It goes... As they're holding me down, this fucking tank gets a standing knife, 
and rips my tummy open for boom, four cuts. Now he's gonna kill me, so I get out of there. I because I'm so big and so strong, I get out of there, yeah. And I'm going back to my cell to get some stuff to put from my waist because I've got to go back in the kitchen. I've got to go in the kitchen now. But uh, anyway, I actually do it. But I know this guy is going to kill me. Yeah, I know he's out to kill me because in the morning, one of these mornings in Albany, the doors you've got, they don't got keys. they got keys, but they don't use the keys. They're electric. The doors are electric, yeah? It's a modern prison, Albany, at that time, yeah? Yeah. It's electric. It's electric. So when the door goes click, you know it's open, yeah? When it goes click, you know it's shut. So I'm in bed. I'm sleeping this end by the door. We all got in Albany prison. Everybody's got a wedge, a nail, or a bit of wood, yeah? So I got the nail. In, put a nail, a hole in the floor, put a nail in there so the door can't open up because no screws about because it opens up automatically. You can get killed in them prisons, you know what I mean? Fucking this yeah. door click come in. So as the door clicks, the, my fucking door's pushed open, tried to push it open, but they now stopped it. The door's opened about three inches, four inches, yeah? This arsehole has got a knife out of fucking out the metal shop, made a knife, and tried to fucking stab me in my bed. He's missed me. Fuck knows how he missed me, mate. He's missed me by a little bit, yeah? The knife's come in and gone straight into my fucking pillow, missed my head, yeah? I went, fucking hell. I jumped out of bed, took the nail, chased his cunt, he went upstairs, shut his door. Now I know that he wants to kill me, mate. I know that he wants to kill me. You know what I mean? I've showed him up, we had a fight, bashed him, all his face is smashed. But anyway, so I've got to hurt this cunt because if I don't, he's going to fucking, he's going to kill me, mate. So downstairs by the television room, they got this, they had this big like pole and a big wood base at the bottom, yeah? So I stopped the door from fucking slamming and all that bugs, yeah? So I'm in the kitchen. I come up and I have to know this geezer comes in at certain times of the day. So I've got me out, my, out of the kitchen quick as much as possible. So I've got to go and get something, yeah? As I go and get what I've got to get, I fucking, I see this thing by the door. Now I'm waiting for him, yeah? As he comes by, I beat him with this big fucking lump of wood, split his head, fucking smashed it to pieces. Right, he's on the floor, and I'll run, yeah? Fucking up to my cell. The screws come up, put my boom, put it all inside my door, go, click, they lock me in. They lock me in, all right? I'm I know I'm in trouble. I know I'm in trouble, right? Because of what's happened. I ain't give a fuck idea for me. I've done it, all right? Also, I could have boom, 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 boom. They're running up the little land to my cell, yeah? And there's this screw. He's got a beard. He's ex rugby player. He's massive. All the screws in them days, 74s, 75s, big fucking, all MPs, you know what I mean? All MPs from fucking massive and vicious, horrible cunts, yeah? Ex rugby. He's come through the door. He's hit me. I went to the window. But as I went to the window, I turned, I sort of looked at the face, I thought, right, this cunt's got to go. I hit him so hard, yeah, that I smashed his spleen. You know, his spleen, I fucking hit it so, and he went, he hit the floor like a second taters, yeah. Screws have dragged him out, but as they dragged him out, they shut the door. Now I know, 
I'm fucking poor. What's going to happen to me? You know what I mean? So I hear the door go click. Opens up. Bosh! They shoot me, yeah? Crash! With a fucking dart, yeah? With a dart. With a hypodermic dart. Boom! Goes in me. Fucking I'm unconscious. I'm unconscious, but not unconscious. All Everything in my body, I can't move, yeah? yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware of it, but I can't move, yeah? And so they're kicking me to pieces. They're fucking smashing me to pieces, trenches a lot. So anyway, boom, I'm gone unconscious. I wound up, I know where it is where I wound up. I wound up in Parkhurst, yeah. But in the block, right? In the unit down here, where they've got a staircase and they've got a door on there. And I wake up, but I'm in a jacket. I'm in a straight jacket, but I'm off three inches, four inches from the floor, yeah. I'm in a jacket. And they're fucking walking, walking me down, mate. It sounds like it sounds like one of these films from fucking, you know, like a you, you wouldn't believe it, yeah. So they walk me down with the hose, yeah. And they're coming up to me, putting me jab jabbing me up in my neck, bump, and knocking me up. And then I had to go and see, I had to go and see the governor, I don't know who it was, but they're dragging me in there, yeah. And as they're dragging me in there, I'm just like I can't I can't do nothing. I can only listen to what I'm fucking being told, yeah. He went, Ryan Hill, you have, a, you have assaulted a prison officer, a very bad assault, right? This should be sent to the police, right? But we're not going to do that. We're going to put you on a thing called 10, a 1074. I don't know. I'm fucking, I can't even talk. I don't know what it is, yeah? I later know. They put me on a thing called it before. Take me back, strap me up, walk me down, jab me. This happens for a couple of days. All of a sudden, early one morning, could have been whatever time, I don't know what time, drag me out, put me in a van. But I know I'm going across the water, yeah? I'm on the Isle of Wight. You know, well, of course, it must be Parkhurst, yeah? So I'm on the Isle of Wight. I'm going across. I now know that where am I going? I can't I can't speak. But I'm going to Winchester, Winchester, prison yeah as they pull me up reverse me into up to the block they've got a staircase that goes down like that steep as fuck they're dragging me down there by my hands and my, every, my foot is it in every fucking every, every stair right i don't i can i can feel it but i can't feel it because of what's happened to me yeah but as they're dragging me along i noticed on the wall in the block there's three or four mattresses yeah with big fucking white sticks by the side of them. They drag me in his fucking cell, take my cuffs off. No, sorry, I don't. I leave my cuffs on and they give me a fucking hiding. The Winchester screws, yeah? They jab me up, give me an hiding, yeah? Okay, I'm jabbed up. I've got All I've got on is a pair of shorts, pants, yeah? Pants shorts, yeah? They take everything off me, yeah? I'm on the floor in a block. All I've got in the in a block is a wooden, uh, a car, sorry, a cardboard a cardboard chair, a cardboard table, and that's it. And a fucking mattress on the floor. But at that time, there's no mattress on the floor. Yeah, it's outside. So I'm I'm just all of a sudden, mate. They come in my fucking cell with this mattress. Yeah, they come in. They walk towards me with this mattress. I can't fight. I'm just in bits. Put my hands up to stop them fucking blowing my face, yeah? They're smashing me with his truncheons, yeah? Black and blue, they're smashing me to pieces, mate, you know? 
I thought, oh, fucking hell. And, I, and, I, and, and then they come up, they come up and give me a little jab, right? And about, what, three hours after that, they bring some food into me, right? In a little, a, a little, um, uh, like a plate, but a deep plate and a little plastic spoon, you know? And they give me a cup of water. So they give me that. And, and, and as I'm walking over, to, as I'm leaning over to eat my food, mate, the smell. The smell of the food is like, oh, I was shitting it, or they pissed in it. And I can't eat it, mate. But if I don't eat something, I've got to eat something, yeah, but I can't eat that, right? I can't eat it, I can't eat it. So I take the water, drink the water, bosh, knocked out, yeah? I'm gone. But they're coming in every morning at night time, and they're bashing me up, yeah? On a tent. That, that, listen, you could never believe what I went through, you know what I mean? Yeah. They battered me for nearly killing, doing a screw, yeah? They battered me. Anyway, I was, you were in a prison for no more than 28 days, 28 days, and no less than one day, yeah? Fucking hell, mate. They come in my cell, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the fucking daytime, bash me up, drag me up, jagged me, drag me, and then drag me to a van, take me to another prison, yeah? Could be any prison. Liverpool, Leeds, Leicester, Manchester, Birmingham. Could be anywhere, yeah? Sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes it takes four hours. But every time I went to a prison, whether or not it be mattresses on the wall, they'd come in and smash me to pieces, yeah? And they'd do the same thing to the food. But I had to eat some of the food. Otherwise, if I don't eat, I'm going to die. The only reason I didn't die, get killed, was because my mother was trying to find me. She was trying to find me. She, she, every, I know she, I know for me, letters or nothing, yeah? She was trying to find me. So because she was trying to find me, they couldn't kill me as such, yeah? But they killed me by smashing me to pieces, yeah? Smashed me, wrecked me, that like, you know? And in the end of it all, I'll, I'll say, I don't know, 18 months, maybe, I don't know how long it was, yeah? I wound up in Chelmsford Prison. Chelmsford, yeah. I'm in the. I wake up in a in, in a, normal, a normal cell. I thought, but it was the block, yeah. But I had cupboard in there, chair in there, nice bed, mattress. It was like, but that was the block, and I couldn't believe it, yeah. So when it, actually my door opened up, I cowed in the corner, fucking cowed. Now I was about eight and a half, nine stone. Say nine stone from you. Know, remember, I was twenty or fucking stone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they, I was black. When I say black, I was black. My whole fucking hands were black. I was all black. My hands, my legs, everything black, dark black, yeah? So when the screw came in, he said, listen, Illy, let me tell you something. This is over, yeah? Over. No more. You're not going to be... This is the last one, mate. Over. I cried, man. I cried like a baby, you know what I mean? Like a baby, like a little kid. I couldn't believe it, you know, like I feel like crying now. <laughs> Even talking about it. Oh, like, bless. I cried, yeah, I cried like a baby. Like I was like such a bad way. And they let my mate in called Togi Lago that I met him, I met him in Albany, yeah. That comes from my come from West London where I come from. He come in, he seen me, I was crying, you know what I mean? And he went, Don't worry about it, mate, you're coming up the wing, so we look after you, yeah. So they come in with some food for me, a bit of steak, and I couldn't eat nothing, yeah. Because I just couldn't eat. I was being sick all the time, yeah? 
treat food after not eating nothing. Your tummy won't hold it, yeah? But, and they let me on the wing. And anyway, I got a job in the kitchen. I started to put weight back on, down the gym, regular. Fucking one day, fucking shouting on and screaming and shouting, fucking Frankie Fraser. Old Frank, yeah? He's come through the fucking wing, smashing the wing up like a lunatic, as he is. He's two cells for me, but he's a nice fella. But Frank was funny because he used to, this guy, he had a thing about cleanliness, yeah? He cleaned his cell every day. If he could have got to the fucking ceiling, he had to clean that as well. But yeah, his, <laughs> his cell, his cell was just like, he'd put every, his cell was just a normal cell. No carpets, no curtains, no bedspread. Well, I didn't have all that in there. We only had maybe be lucky get a cup. Well, anyway, but Eve's cell was just normal cell, yeah? A normal yeah. cell. And he'd like, every day he'd put stuff on the bed, clean his cell. Clean it. But he was a fucking nut nut. He was as nut as a cum, but a nice guy. Nutty to the screws. He hated fucking screws, but okay to the cons. Right? Love. You know, he's he's only a little guy, little little man, but a dangerous little fucker. You know what I mean? Well, he was. I never seen. I never seen nothing from him in that respect. But it's only what you've been told, yeah. Pulling yeah, teeth yeah. out and all that bollocks. But anyway, then I made friends with a guy called Peter Lyons. Yeah, he was called the Brown Bear. He came from Fulham. He used to shoot up pubs. Right, he worked with the Richardsons. Yeah. He used to have a big brown fucking fur coat on and put pump axe a shotgun down there and go to the pubs, show him up with text and racket. He had a, his own scrapyard. But him and Frank, for some reason, they didn't get on. But they both worked for the same person. They didn't get on, mate. And Tony, I like Tony, meaning he got really well, comes from West London, Fulham. Anyway, so he went, look, do me a favour. I said, what? He said, when I want to have a shower... Come down, I'll tell you. Come down and watch the fucking door for me, yeah? Why, what's up? He said, because me and Frank don't get on. Frank's going to kill me, mate. Going to try and stab me. Or I'm going to fucking stab Frank, all right? Tony Lawrence has been shot eight times by the Sullivans, yeah? By the Sullivans shot him eight times with two twos, yeah? He's got three in the, fuck in the head, you know? Like, he's still, you know, it's a big thing that we're him and the Sullivans, yeah? And anyway, so I did all that, you know? I looked after him. And and all of a sudden, I had a fucking... One day, we was all down the gym. I had lots of trouble in, 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 in Chelsea, but it goes on and on and on. So, anyway, I'm down the gym, training. All of a sudden, we look look up, and I'm like, fucking hell, what's that? Smoke. It's all fucking smoke. This is 1979. Fucking, what? Smoke everywhere. All the alarms are going off. Fucking, what's going on? The Knicks burning down. Chelsea Prison is burning down. But hold on, let me tell you about this other, one thing before that happened, right? In Chelsea, right, they had a new, a new um, uh, uh, church, yeah, in there, being built. So they, fight, they started to give convicts a little bit of something, yeah? So all they do, they they get this little firm coming, ballerinas, Fucking ballerinas going to a prison. Can't believe it. Everybody in there is going fucking mad. <laughs> ballerinas have been wanking themselves silly all night long and can't believe it. You know? <laughs> Come on. Come on. All these little birds fucking hell running around doing ballerinas. So 
And it happened all the time. I kept doing concerts, but this time I had a big concert downstairs in the gym. Who was it? Fucking Sex Pistols, yeah? The Sex Pistols come down to do a fucking gig for us, yeah? In the gym. So we all got some bad people there, mate. You got the Tibbses, you got Ronnie Bender, give the crazy knife, and you got Fraser, you got young Patrick Fraser, you got my mate's Lug, Toggy Ludlow, that little fellow, all knife mad. You got me, there's loads of people there, Alan Dixon's, there's nut, all nut nuts, crazy people, right? You got all started. There's Johnny Rotten. What does he do? Oh, I can't believe it. Stands up, see all you fucking mugs. You're only fucking mugs. How can you let these fucking people, these screws, bang you up 24 hours a day? You're all wankers. You're all mugs. Mate, they want to kill him. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> how they got out of jail's prison, I'll never know. I'm not That's gonna... a classic, that, like. Absolutely. Yeah, you check it out. You know, they were going to kill him. <laughs> they was going to kill him, you know. And then, and then, and then, anyway, there was this fire. Fucking hell. Can't believe it, yeah? That fucking Nick's burning down. So we all want to get back to ourselves to take all our personal belongings out. That's what we want to do. Fuck the, fuck the Nick going up. But we can't. But as we're walking along the, walking along the pavement, between the wall, between uh, this other fucking little wing, and the block, above the block, where the fire is, near the chapel, is all the paedophiles. And all the nonsense screaming out the window, ah, we're going to burn to death. Fuck off, burn to death, you know what I mean? But they get them out before they get us out, you know what I mean? They yeah. undo all the lot, as they always do, and put them, ship them out straight away. They put us, a lot of people, no one got killed in there. I don't know how, they, how no one got killed, you know? But they put us in the uh, visiting room, yeah? Put us in there to, sh to ship us out to, di to different nicks, yeah? So they ship us out. I was, believe it or not, it might sound a bit crazy, but I was so big. They had a thing called a, the black, it's like a black bus in them days, the black buses, yeah? Uh, prison buses and police buses, yeah? And they had little cubicles in there, yeah? And I yeah. couldn't get in. I couldn't get in the cubicle. I was so fucking big. So what they'd done, they put me a chair in, 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 in the walkway with an handcuff to a screw and another chair and kept me there. So we wound up going to Wandsworth, yeah? So as we got to Wandsworth Prison, I was the first one to get out off the prison, yeah? So as I stepped out of the prison, I trod on the number number two chief's fucking foot. Oh, there was murders, yeah? All right, anyway, but he didn't know who I was at that time, yeah? But what it was, I'm in Wandsworth, and all these screws are running up to me, yeah? Fucking hell, mate. What are you on, steroids? Steroids have not even been really fucking around then, but these screws somehow. Anyway, what are you on, steroids? No. How the fuck did you get so big? You're massive. All right? Ah, uh, well, you know, this is what happens. Because now I'm back, back to normal, yeah? Yeah. But I have to go down and see the number two chief. They want to see me. So as I walk in there, he's going, right, Rail, I'm, my son works in this prison. Your brother knows my son. So you're being shipped out. Thank fuck for that. Because <laughs> one's, one's a bad place, you know what I mean? Thank fuck. So where am I going, Gov? 
well, we ain't sending you any game, but you're fucking going, yeah? So they shipped me back to the scrubs. I went, oh, thank fuck for that. I'm in the scrubs, right where I live, right where I live, but I know I ain't going to stay there because of the aggro I had with this fucking, with this thing. So they shipping me out again. Where they shipped me out to? They shipped me out to a place called Lewis. So it goes to Lewis. Lewis is lovely. I love Lewis. You know, in good prison, no problems in there. David Fraser, Patrick, met a few people in there, nice people. Fucking, anyway, I met this guy called Freddie Pooley. Fred, nice guy. Fucking nice guy, right? It, all of a sudden, Mike White Powell's, and he said to me, look, well, I've got a bit of trouble with these two guys, yeah? And they're fucking aggro, yeah? They give me aggro, and they just walked in the toilet. I went, come on in, we go and do it, eh? So I walked in the toilet, I went, see you, poor cunts. I said, you leave fucking all that fucking two and two now, but you can come unstuck in life, yeah? You can look at people and think they're cunts, but believe me, they ain't cunts. Don't go by fucking people's looks, you know what I mean? You know that. Yeah. So, gone in there, having a fight with these people, with this guy with a bald head that I thought, sorry, disrespect my same thing. <laughs> yeah. This guy, this guy, mate, fucking hell. He didn't give me a good hiding, but he held his own. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. held his own. Like, and he fucking smashed my face up, mate. Freddie Pooley, he'd done his one, but the one I fucking thought was the right arsehole that I'd have my own way. Bash me up in a way, you know what I mean? But we become we become mates. Respect. Yeah, we become white powers. And like doing we was just in there selling little bits of cannabis, a bit of this, bit of that, getting food. And I want to get a job in the kitchen there, yeah. So they give me a job on a thing called the coppers. Well, actually, I'll go in there, I'm on the 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 uh, baker but Bakers first, I used to work in the baking organ here. Some of the bakers, loving it. So the, the PO says to me, listen, Lee, want to go in the coppers? I said, I don't know how work I'm going. Where shall I show you? Anyone get the hang of working on the coppers. All of a sudden, he said, right, what happens? In the morning, I wake you up. I don't wake you up. The guys at the night schools wake you up at four or five o'clock. You come down here, you put the porridge on, you do the tea, yeah? I went, Governor, four or five of them. Fuck it. No, you'll be looked after. Don't worry about that. So I was doing it. I'm doing all this, coming down in the morning, making in the day. Oh, I'm doing all the stews, cooking the stews, and all this, that, and the other, getting what on it. But the good thing about me getting up in the morning, that before the, the before the, the, the PO goes out, he unlocks the pantry for me in the morning to get the tea bags out and other things of porridge. But like before, I don't realise, what am I doing? Fuck it, I can nick loads of stuff out of here. So I started nicking sugar, bags of sugar, and this, that, and the other, and earning good money. So, But the PO now realises that someone's nicking things, yeah? He half knows it's me. Because really, I'm the only fucker who can do it. In the, in the morning, yeah? yeah? So he doesn't give me the sack. But he tells me, I've got you another job, Eddie, a job that'll suit you as a gym orderly. I went, lovely. Gives me a job. I fucking love that job, you know what I mean? Come on. I'm in the gym, training all the time, punch bag in the Lewis prison, fucking hitting the bag, 
and a lovely fucking beautiful mate. It's like being in a boxing gym, you know what I mean? You're doing it yeah. 24 hours a day, you weren't. Loving it, cleaning all the fucking and, and so I become I'm getting beyond myself a bit, getting a bit out of hand. And these kids, it's a white because you got these little white peas there, yeah? and they're quite fit boys, yeah. Because I was anyway, got these three brothers, they're doing the gym like me, they're doing the circuits. I'm the I do the circuit, I lay the circuit out for them, I do the gym, I do the circuits. But I started beating them, yeah? All of a sudden, one's in the toilet, goes, well, you're a flash cunt, you ain't you? I mean, well, not really, but I, I know what I'm fucking doing now, you know? These three brothers come in the toilet and give me a fucking hiding, yeah? Right? <laughs> give me an hiding! But don't give me an hiding, but anyway, they do give me an hiding, they do. So anyway, I walk out there. But always after, you become fucking mates as such, you know what I mean? So yeah. They, they become my friends, yeah? And me and my mate, Freddie Pooley, Freddie Pooley's doing about 13 years, 14 years. He's only just started his bird, but he's done it. He's about three years into his bit of bird. Right, I want to fuck off, mate. I've had enough of this fucking place. Can you help me out? I went, what do you mean? He said, come on, me and you fuck off. He said, you're in a gym. He said, the gym's not very secure, that door. He said, we can get through that door, get through the other door. I said, look, let me think about it. Anyway, I thought about it. I said, yeah, come on in. We have a go here. So we get through this door, one door. We push the door open, go put it back, lock the fucking lock it. Go through the other door, do the exact same thing. Well, up, up upstairs in this room, you've got all the equipment, all the fucking, all the uh, ropes and the benches and all that. So we go upstairs and all of a sudden my arsehole goes here. Yeah? I went, Fred. Mate, we ain't gonna do this. He said, Why, why, what's up? He went, We've got to go from here, jump down with the ropes, get over the fucking barbed wire fence where they got dogs walking around the middle of it with a fucking with a screw. Then we've got to get over the wall. Fred, mate, I ain't doing it. My arsehole's gone, yeah. We're gonna get captured, mate. So in the morning. Fucking everything, nothing's done. Come into the come into the gym. There they are, security, yeah. I thought, oh, what's happened there? Fuck me. Illy, mate, we know what's gone on. We were seen, you were seen going up towards the gym. Right? We believe that you was gonna try and escape because there's been things left out. We think you're trying to escape. I thought, there we go. Well, they do put me down the block on, in patches, yeah? But when you're in patches, you're in a fucking thing with yellow, with yellow fucking things on your arms and everything. But not only are you on patches, they leave the fucking light on all night. You try to sleep with the light on all night, but the red light is... You can't sleep, mate. But they only had been here for two days, and they shipped me out to Blunderston, yeah? Well, Blunderston's like... seems like a million miles away. It's like four hours to get there. And then I gets there, they put me in a big fucking dormitory cell. All night long, farting, shitting, people, smoking fags. I went out of there, don't I? Fuck that. So I go to see the government, the piano, and I said, mate, I went out of here. I've done a little bit of bird. I went out of here, yeah? Put us in a single cell. Fuck's sake. He went, nah, not yet. I went, go, please. So he put me in a shop doing, making cardboard boxes. How can he make cardboard boxes? But he do, anyway. So... 
But in the shop, it, I don't I don't know this until I find out later. I'm working out. Guzzi comes up to me. She says, I'll do, I'll do all your work for you, mate. I'll do your work. Just give me a few, some fags. I'll do your work for you. I said, okay. But then I go up to the main wing. So I go up to the main wing and give my single cell. It's similar as Albany. Same, same, same thing. Yeah. Go there. All of a sudden, a guy says to me, sitting down, eating my food, at, at the thing, sitting down. Guy goes, what shop are you, mate? I went, I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, what's the cobble shop, making boxes. He went, let me say something about this prison. 75% of people in this prison are paedophiles. And nonsense, yeah? I went, you're joking. He went, I'm telling you. He went, 75%. Now, I don't even know if this fucking geezer is a fucking paedophile or nonsense, yeah? So as I go into the thing, as I go back into the shop, the guy that, oh, sorry, the guy that's helping, the guy that's helping me, so yeah, the guy that's helping me, yeah, is a fucking pedophile. So what I do, I fucking smash him to pieces, but openly, I don't do it in the toilet, I do it openly, so the screws can fucking see me. I don't give a fuck. So they put me down the fucking, track me straight down the block and then they ship me out, yeah? I don't give a fuck. I want to get out of this fucking shithole. But then I go and see the governor. I went, mate, how the fuck can you run a prison knowing that all the people in this prison, most of them, are fucking paedophiles, rapists? And you've got kids, more likely. And the fucking, how can you do it? My job. I said, some sort of fucking job, in it? I said, get me out of your fucking prison, mate. Because if we don't, I'm going to wind up really hurting someone bad, yeah? You know I mean, so they shipped me out and I go back to Wandsworth, yeah? Which I don't mind, yeah? And from Wandsworth, I'll get released, yeah? I'll get released. I've done my bird, yeah? I'll get released. So. Let them ask a few questions. Yeah, go on. You want to ask a few questions to me? Or, or yeah, what? listen, listen. I think. I mean, listen. We've had we've had over an hour and twenty five minutes, mate. Listen, you you okay. could talk. You literally could talk for England. And and for me personally, Ray, yes. I don't I don't like to interrupt me guests because you're the you're the guest and you're the star of the show. You, you've you've given us more than enough today. But there are people in the chat. Um, who would love to ask some questions. So, um, you know, over to you, over to you guys in the chat, if anyone's got any. I know um, you'll do nothing in the chat. It, it was keen to ask a couple of questions. He said he wanted to ask a couple of questions to us. Um, yes. I just want to ask I just want to ask you, Ray, just, just while we're waiting for questions to come in, boxing now, obviously, you know, you, you've got to love a boxing. You're a big boxing fan. I presume you still enjoy, you yes. still enjoy yes. watching fights. Um, well, you do nothing's got a question straight in. He said... Saunders versus Canelo. Um, who do you think wins, Ray? Canelo. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I've got to be honest. I would agree with you. Canelo is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a triple G fan. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but, but Canelo, out of those two, you would imagine yeah, it's going to be a four man. Yeah, yeah. But he's a hard man, man. Hard man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But you. But you never know with Saunders. You never know with Saunders. That's the thing. Saunders. Oh, Saunders has got the sense. Yeah. Saunders has got the same chance as anybody getting in the yeah. ring. Hull, Hull lad, who's been watching and, and has enjoyed the video, he says, have you ever been in Hull prison, Ray? Do you know what? I've been in every block in the country, yeah? When I was like 1074. I'm more like it was, but I didn't know, you know what I mean? So, yes, maybe. In the in the seg unit, in the unit, yeah? Yeah, okay. What about uh, AJ and Fury then? How do you see that one going? 
you know what, mate? I think Fury's gonna. Fury's listen. Fury's he's when I first met when I first see Fury fighting, yeah. First of all, when he first started, I thought, what a wanker, because he was like, he's just useless, fat, fat. But all of a sudden, he's trained and trained. He's a messer, isn't he? You don't want to fight him. He's just a messer. He would pull you around, mate, and, and, and pull you onto punches all the time. He will win. That shadow doubt. He's he's so good now, isn't he? He's brilliant now. He's brilliant fighting now. Yeah. Mike B says, Rear, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self? My younger self? Um, well, for start, it wasn't my fault what happened to me as a kid, you know what I mean? Being, being sexually abused, but... Um, I don't know, you know, as a young, as a young, I'd just stick to what I was, what that was good at, and I was good at fighting, yeah. But I didn't know I was good at fighting until I got sexually abused. You know what I mean? So how'd you go from there? You know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's it's a, it's a bad start in life, which uh, you know isn't your fault. Gary Leakey, he says, uh, Ray, what is your advice for kids today? Do you know what I I, I want to. I, I mean, it's about, I wanted to do a thing in prison, yeah? I wanted to make, actually make a prison, not me make it up personally, you know, but do a prison for kids that are good at sports, yeah? But take them from the age of like, from 12 up to 18, put them in this prison, and it being a prison where they've got to do their, all their homework, all their mathematics, they've also learned to do their sports, boxing, rugby, tennis, football, but they also got to do all their proper work, you know what I mean? But getting on in life, that's what I want to do, you know, while I'm just banging them up 24-7. Yeah, okay. Uh, John Justice Allen, he says, uh, would Ray stick in with his pro boxing if he had his time over again, or does he have no regrets? He said, it's been a great, great listen today. No, no, 100%. 100% boxing. 100% to be a fighter, mate. Because I know I could have been someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and you'll do nothing, says uh, Saunders is going to get, is going to box Canelo's ears off. 10 round TKO, demolition job. <laughs> but see, yeah. <laughs> yeah Hull, you know. <laughs> Hull lad says, uh, has crime paid for you, Ray, and any regrets? You know what, mate? It don't pay. It, I don't, listen, people have got millions of pounds out of this game. They ain't really, because when they get confiscation orders, they take it from you. They take it, and you will get caught one one day. And it's happened to me, mate. I had everything. I got £1.3 million confiscation order. It, everything was took from me. I lost everything and got an IPP. Well, I've done 10 years out of a two-and-a-half-year sentence. I'm still doing it now. 19 and a half years later, I'm still doing it, yeah? So, no, it's not paid. I've got nothing. I'll get £140 every week from the social, yeah? That's what I've got, mate. They've took it all from me. Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah. Obviously, I've seen a few. Um, I'm a good pal of Porgy. Porgy's corner. He's got oh, his own Porgy, boxing. Yeah. Mickey <laughs> Fion. He's got his own. He's got his own podcast. Yeah. What? What's no, no, going yeah, on? He's with, doing well. What, he's doing well. Yeah. What's going on with Mickey Theo? Uh, do you know what? Seriously, I don't really know. You know, I mean, something happened. It wasn't him. I apologised to him. Then he went into one about this, that, and the other. I'm a crackhead. Yes, I took crack when in in O twos, O threes. I was on crack for eight years, yeah. Before before I got nicked. Um, yeah, he, he just went crazy, bought things up. 
Do you know what? Seriously, seriously, all jokes aside, Steve, I've got four stents in my heart, yeah? And and I've got fucking asbestosis to the lungs, yeah? All right? Now, if I didn't have that, I'm 71, I'd fight Mickey Phil. But as as, I, as it is now, I couldn't fight Mickey Phil. He's too fit for me. He's too strong for me. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I don't disrespect him. He trains every day. He trains all the time. You know, he was a bodybuilder that went nowhere, really. But he is what he is. But he should stick to what he, he knew best, which is bodybuilding. I don't think boxing is his thing, Sanna, personally. Yeah, okay, yeah. mate. That's that answer. Um, just want to plug this, Street Fighters. Uh, it's a book that you're in. Julian Davies wrote this a few years back now. Uh, cracking, cracking books still yeah. available on the internet, and some of your stories are in there, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. man. I like Julian. I like Julian. I asked him to do a book for me, but he can't. He's a he's 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 not well now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sadly, yeah. You should you should definitely do a book. I think everybody who watches this podcast, yeah, yeah. You, you should do, mate, uh, because there's a great book inside you. Um, yeah. I just want to promote your YouTube channel as well, mate. Where can people you, find yeah. your show? Uh, it's it's called uh, Ray Hill Bang Bang. It's on YouTube. Ray Hill Bang Bang. And is, is bang, it? Bang, Ray oh, Ray, oh, Bang Bang Ray Hill. Sorry, beg your pardon. He keeps getting on his Bang Bang Hill, Ray Hill Bang Bang. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bang bang Ray Hill, it's there. What I'll do is I'll drop it into uh, you know basically uh, Ray's starting out. He's got some great stories on there. You've heard him today telling some fantastic yeah. stories. There's some. It's it's really well. What I will say it's, it's a really well produced podcast. Um, you know you. some podcasts go up. They're not you know they're not great. Um, this one is really professionally done so Good. please if you're on my channel get and, and you're into this kind of content whether it's boxing whether it's true crime some great stories there even if you're not interested in those it's just great and fascinating listening to somebody who's led such a life you know, like great so please subscribe to he's got over three you know he's got 300 subscribers with these kind of stories he should have over three thousand at least at the moment oh, so, uh, absolutely yeah. Good stuff. Listen, I'm not going to take many more of your time, mate. It's been absolutely fascinating speaking That's to great. you. And hopefully we'll get a chance to meet up once we get back to some kind of normality uh, later Lovely. this year, mate. Yeah. Love you, Steve. Thank you, mate. Take care, Stephen. Love take you, Take care. Mate. God bless you, mate.